Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to this edition of the ALH Podcast right here on ALHlive.com. Today is Wednesday, April 13th, 2011, and once again, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope uh, everyone's quote-unquote hump day is, is going well for them, uh, that you're getting through your work week, your business week, um, having time with your families as you can, and uh, overall, just essentially just enjoying life um, to the best of your ability. Um, as usual, at the as li- as I like to do at the beginning of every podcast, I would like to let you know where you can reach me. You can uh, shoot me an email to podcast at alhlive.com. You could connect with me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash alhvision and on Twitter at alhlive. And those of you um, who are listening on the desktop site on your computer at home, um, there is a Uh, interface right below this listening interface where you can uh, shoot us an email and um, we're going to move on today with part three of our new series to be a friend to be a friend Uh, and like I said in part one I intentionally uh, named the series to be a friend because you know oftentimes we we're always looking for someone to be a friend to us And we rarely examine um, if we're being that good friend to those in our lives. And I think it's important because once we accept responsibility and become proactive um, in in serving others, then those things automatically come back to us. Things I'm not saying I'd say that things always work out perfectly in terms of relationships because they don't, because sometimes you can give, you know, all the support in the world. Uh, to some individuals and they'll just, you know, you'll just essentially be taken for granted. But, um, you know, no matter how many times that happens, uh, we have to be careful not to allow ourselves to become jaded and still remain, you know, who we are, no matter what people um, do to us or how they treat us, you know, just remain who we are in spite of it all. So today we're going to talk about something that that may sound easy uh, in terms of friendships. Um, but often a lot of friendships are challenged with this. And yesterday uh, we talked about how to be a friend to someone and support someone when they're going through a rough time. We touched on that. Now, today we're going to talk about how do you be a friend to someone who basically is on the upswing? You know, they're they're in the middle of, you know, great opportunity and great things are happening for them. That's to me that's when the rubber really hits the road in terms of friendship because yeah i mean the classic scenario is when things are rough you know people leave you or whatever but where you really see when you're when you're at rock bottom you don't really have anything to lose right but when when you're in those places of opportunity well you really have to watch who's around you so you don't have to worry about who's around you when you're doing bad because <laughs> there's not going to be that many people around you, right? But when you're when you're uh, in that place of great opportunity, um, individuals will come around and and they'll groom a friendship with you, or you allow them to groom a friendship with you, and and really it's it's not um, a healthy situation. Am I saying that you can't meet new friends that are real genuine friends? No, but all I'm saying is you know, be watchful. So let's say that you've been friends with someone for 15 years. You've been through basically hell and high water with them. And, 
you know, now some things have have breaking loose for them and they're walking into this great place of opportunity and they're very excited and um you know normally what happens in those situations the person you know if it's a new job promotion or whatever whatever it is that causes a shift in available time in um you know conversation um in in a lot of different things where the relationship was what you guys were used to and then now it has to change because of this great new opportunity well, oftentimes a relationship will suffer because primarily the one who has been, you know, supportive of the individual who now has the opportunity, well, they feel like, you know, they're entitled to some sort of recognition, if that makes sense. And and the friendship can suffer for two things. You know, maybe they don't feel like they're being recognized enough for what um, they contributed to that person's path. And also because now this person doesn't have as much time to spend with them. So now this is where where, you know, you'll see oftentimes like an entertainment, you know, where people have really bitter feuds because, well, this guy used to be you know, down to earth. He used to be my friend. We used to kick it all the time. But ever since, you know, he started selling 50 million records a day, he doesn't have time for me. (laughs) Well, obviously he doesn't have the same amount of time or they don't have the same amount of time anymore. If, if their, uh, if their career is at that level, or if the person, you know, um, has gotten, um, a, a really big promotion, which causes them more time. Um, and the interesting thing is, when when people walk into new opportunities, well, there, there's other people that are in the place of oppor- of those opportunities where, you know, you have to connect with. So the person that has been with the individual with the new opportunities, they've been with 15 years and now all of a sudden the person is meeting all these new people and they feel threatened. They feel threatened because now this individual, you know, you have to you can't go to these, you know, different levels without you're going to have to have different people to do different things. So there's going to be other people in life. Now, one thing in in terms of this type of, you know, touchy kind of a dynamic is that we have to check ourselves because in these type of situations, we often blame the other person. Oh, they're acting this way. Now they're acting that way. Now they're acting this way now, but just remember the times that you and that person were in that place of maybe it was you guys were destitute. Maybe you guys were desperate. And in those times where you guys would dream together about what it would be like if you ever made it, you know, if, you know, you ever get that job or if you ever get that promotion, what it will be like, how great it would be. You have to factor in that there is for everything, there is a price There is an exchange for everything that happens. Yes, new opportunities are great and they're wonderful, but they normally come with a sacrifice, right? So something has to has to shift. And and maybe it's that quality time. Maybe it's, you know, the person has to make time for other people to keep the opportunity going that both of you have been talking about for so many years. Now, the real core issue here is this. We have to examine and ask ourselves, 
What was the motive for us being that person's friend in the first place? Because see, when you want to see someone succeed, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you get recognized for it. It, it really doesn't. When you love someone and you want to see them make it, yeah, is it nice? Is it nice to, you know, have someone give you, you know, props for what you've, con- you know, what you've contributed? Is it nice, you know, to, 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 to receive that? It absolutely is nice. But what if that doesn't happen? Now, all of a sudden, there's this seed of bitterness because you don't feel like you're getting your share of the limelight. Right now, on the flip side, you know, I'm just dealing with one side of this thing, particularly on this podcast, because I'm I'm talking about how to be a friend. Right. So how we can be a friend to someone else. Yeah. Now, on the flip side, can a person misstep and say, you know, maybe not give a person their props and their and their honor and stuff? Yeah. I'm not saying that a person is right for not doing that. But what I'm saying is when it comes down your lane and you're in that part of the relationship dynamic, how do you deal with that? You know, you've been the wind beneath their wings for I don't know how long. And now their their opportunities are coming to pass. Now, one thing that we have to recognize and remember is that while we can have unique friendships with people. An individual's destiny. Is not does not hinge upon one person. So for any of us to look sideways at someone who we've known for quite a bit of time or whatever, and to look at them sideways and say, huh, they're not giving me my props. Huh, they're not recognizing me. That's essentially kind of arrogant. Like, you know, if they, if I didn't help them, they would have never made it. And I don't agree with that. I mean, for example, there's been a lot of people that I have helped do certain things. I don't, I don't tell anyone when I do it. I don't put it out there. I don't broadcast it. But when I do offer that kind of help or they come to me help and I think I, it's okay, you know, I'll go ahead and help them. You know, I, I, you know, you know, people, they're normally grateful, but I tell people all the time that, you know what, if it was, if it wasn't me, it was going to be someone else that came along and helped you. So that's what we have to understand. If it wasn't you being, you know, that catalyst for that individual, that support system, because of their particular place and destiny, someone else was going to come along and help them get to where they had to go. So let's not ever get it confused that 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 certain things are owed unless, of course, you know, there's a written business arrangement contract. So we have to exa- you know, we have to ask ourselves, you know, what is it? Is, is, you know, are we looking for um, um, a friendship or are we looking for a, a business relationship? If it's a business relationship, then make the make it is what it is. You know, let them know. Look, you know, we've been grinding. We've been doing this for this long, man. We need to sign some paperwork because when you do blow up, I want this. Put it in writing. But when you put it out there, you know, hey, man, I just want to see you make it. You know, I'm your friend. Then stay true to that because being a friend has to do with giving. And giving means that when I give you something, whether it's support, whether it's advice, whether it's monetary support, whatever I give you, that means it doesn't belong to me anymore. That's what giving means. It means I don't it doesn't belong to me anymore. 
But sometimes we give, we say it's giving, but really we expect something in return for it. So we give this support, we give this, this, this concern, we give, you know, if it's, if it's material means, we give these things, but in the back of our mind, when this person blows up, they're going to give me my props or whatever. No, when you give something, you give it and, and you walk away from it. I don't, you know, I don't own it anymore. And if you can't, if you can't handle having, if we can't handle having our emotions hurt, then don't give those away either. Listen to what I'm saying. Giving of our emotions can constitute a, a, an investment because it, and it's a crucial and critical investment because we're giving parts of ourself. We're giving the deepest part of ourself to someone. And if you can't, if we can't rectify it in our head that you know what, this person may make it and I don't know what will happen when they make it. If we can't stand, you know, to potentially be dissed or ignored or, you know, uh, maybe not, you know, talk to with the frequency that we normally were, then we don't have any business giving our emotions and setting ourselves up for disappointment. See, no, and only in very few cases, but no one can really disappoint us. What happens is we set ourselves up for disappointment. Because of our expectations. But when we call things what they are and we just be honest and say, OK, look, I'm giving this person this support. Listen, I've had I've had I, 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 I there have been people that I have assisted do certain things. And they have not mentioned I'm still friends with them, but they have not mentioned to this day that I've helped. And that's not important. What's important is that they got to where they were going. Because when you think about, I mean, really, life is too short for us to continually get caught up in our self-important emotional selves. Oh, they didn't acknowledge me right. This person didn't, didn't acknowledge me right. Come on, man. Life is, life is too short. Life is moving at the speed of light. If you are this individual's friend and you've helped them, you've pushed them and helped them get to where they're going. You're going to be happy that they're there. You will be willing to be the individual who just basically stands anonymously in the crowd. And watch them shine and feel great about it. Now, the only time you shouldn't feel great about it is if there was a business arrangement made and that person's not living up to their business arrangement. Okay, that's different. That's that's a whole different dynamic. I mean, you know, I, I've been salty about business deals that uh, that went kind of to the left, but that's business. But I've learned that when it comes to giving, when I put that label, that label giving on something, that means it doesn't it doesn't belong to me anymore. I don't give a doggone if it's if if, if it's a check for a gazillion dollars. If I hand that check for a gazillion dollars to somebody and I say I'm giving this to you, 
That means it ceases to be, belong, be my property, which means I, any emotional tangements that I had to, or attachments that I had to it, any, any psychological attachments that I had to it, boom, I cut ties with it. That doesn't belong to me anymore. And that's a fine line that we have in our relationships. You know, we say we giving, but really we're loaning because we have an ex expectation, even though it's unspoken and that's unfair. And then, and then what will happen, what we'll do is, you know, when we get up really upset about that person who didn't come back and, you know, give us our props like they thought or whatever it was, you know, then what we'll do is we'll say to them, well, you should have just known to do that. Which again, on the flip side, okay, that may be true, but how are we handling that if they don't come back and do what maybe you would do? How are we handling that? Why are we getting all up in arms? Because either way, win, lose, or draw, we gave it. And so, yeah, there's a part of us that says, okay, well, maybe perhaps they will, you know, but even if they don't, I gave it to them and that's it. It belongs to them. And whatever they grow from it, however they build on it, that's them. See, this is when you know that you're really somebody's friend, when you can give something with no attachments. To be a friend. And oftentimes it's the it's the it's the shift, you know, when the when the when the good things, when the blessings come in that really break up friendships, that really test friendships, because you you have to things have to change. You know, when you're doing when you're living life a certain way. Now, what you stand for. And your mission in life doesn't change. But let's, you know, I always like to, you know, uh, use Oprah Winfrey as an analogy. Okay, Oprah, before she became the Oprah everybody knows today, I'm sure she was doing what she could to give here and there, here and there. But now she's the Oprah that she is today. She can give on a much, 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 much grander scale. And because she's able to give on a much, much, much grander scale, well, more of her time is required of her in a lot of other different areas. So I'm sure that there's people that grew up with her that she probably just doesn't have that much time for anymore. But this is what we sign up for with our friends when we say we want to see them make it. So I ask you, do you really want to see them make it? Ladies, 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 that girlfriend of yours who, who, who got married before you and she has a great marriage. Are you happy for her? Even though maybe you're not married, maybe you don't have a boyfriend. Are you, are you happy for that friend? Fellas, your friend that got picked for that athletics team. Or he has that great, super beautiful girlfriend and the great relationship to go with it. And now he doesn't really have that time for you anymore. Are you happy for him? Do you want for them what you would want for yourself? Let's do our best to support when the good times happen. 
Not only when the bad times happen, misery loves company, but can you be happy and be their best cheerleader when the good times happen? Listen, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to this edition of the ALH podcast only on ALHlive.com. Please contact us at podcast at ALHlive.com, on Twitter at ALHlive, and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash ALHvision. I want to hear your comments tomorrow. We're coming back with Thursday listener Q&A. We have some wonderful comments from Facebook. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye now.